welcome to The Divine Style with Jalinda Stella, personal stylist and spiritual mentor, and Alison Maiden, psychic medium and metaphysical teacher. Each episode, we share spiritual lessons to cultivate self-love and self-expression so you can become the best version of you. Welcome to The Divine Style podcast and our YouTube channel. Very yes. exciting. Yes. I'm Jalinda. I'm Alison. And today we are talking, what are we talking about today? My brain, I've just had a brain freeze. I think we were going to be talking about um, spiritual overload. Yes, that's, what, that's what's happening to me right now. Correct. Right. <laughs> just having just an overload. Downloads, downloads. <laughs> um, yeah, spiritual overwhelm. And I think it is really common when people do start out on their journey. Uh, I know for myself, when I first started working working with you and going through a lot of the courses and, and doing a lot of uh, the Reiki, um, it, it, I, I remember even saying to you, I, just, I, I really needed all to stop. It was, it was getting to the point that it was just too much. Mm. Uh, and you said it was, it's really common. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you're changing your whole life and the way you think. And I think sometimes people go to um, extremes as well where they get so interested in something that they just sort of go in full barrel and and want everything at once. And um, that's why I think it's really best to stage, um, you know, your uh, courses so that there's a few months, in fact, between them um, so that you're not getting all this information in all at once and then you're having to process it because whether or not you realise, you're always processing things. um, And... As we do move through the courses, particularly the Reiki courses, I mean, you're doing a lot of healing. Um, you're then processing new information that you didn't know existed before. And uh, and your own psychic abilities are opening up. So, you know, that, that can lead to things like spirits contacting you at night time. Just saying how <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell someone to rack off last night because I was really tired at 3 a.m. and they just wanted to chat. You know, so you, you sometimes get those things that you never had before in your life and you weren't aware that they were there. So it's a whole new world that opens up to you as well as dealing with the normal world. Yes, and I think in different parts of our lives, people do this in different areas. It's kind of like we've got our physical and so if somebody's mm. going to be physically overwhelmed, they're going to be putting their body through a lot of strain and stress. Yes. Uh, emotional overwhelm, which we will talk about in another podcast, but being, you know, being stuck in that emotional self, so either being really sad or really depressed or really angry, some of those emotions. Mm. Uh, and then, you know, we've got the mental, so that's all our learning. So we can spend so much time learning and then never any, and end up doing anything. Yes. And then when it comes to spiritually being open, it's a lot in life that we're trying to balance and, and make sense of. Exactly. And, and behind all of that, of course, is fear of change, which people have in enormous amounts. We have fear of, um, you know, if I do this, what then? Am I not going to be happy in the role that I have now, um, you know, as, as a, uh, a wife or a husband or a mother or even in a career path, you know, is this going to change the way I look at that? So that's a pretty big deal when we're talking about someone's life. And yes, that can actually happen. Yes, being um, awakened to um, other other aspects of life can often make us dissatisfied with where we've been sitting all this time. But I think if people really look at it, the reason that they've moved into this area is because they weren't satisfied or they wanted more out of what they had anyway. Yes. Um, and if that is then just exposing the, the flaws where things need to change, they look at it as being, oh, well, it's because of my spiritual path and so therefore I better stop that, otherwise everything's going to change and then how would I handle that, you know. Um, believe it or not, you do handle it. 
yes. you move through it and you and you learn that you know you don't have to take it at 100 miles an hour you can actually take a deep breath and slow down and just little bites you know and I guess, and it does take years. I mean, even through the Reiki courses, oh, yeah. it's years and years and years. And not only just learning about it, but then actually putting it into practice and understanding mm-hmm. for yourself how it works for you and your own experience. I guess when, like you said, maybe one form of overwhelm is when you're trying to do much, to, like do, do too much too quickly. Yes. So that definitely leads to overwhelm in any area of your life. That's right. Yeah. You have to allow your body and your mind to to sit in it for a while and process it and then what actually happens in a physical body is when we start talking about spirituality the awareness automatically starts lifting your vibration and so your cells start to change and when we change our our bodies on a cellular level we have the side effects of that which of course can be anxiety um, it can be headaches it can be aches and pains as, as old pain leaves you um, it can even be things like um, eating different foods because you can no longer tolerate you know processed foods or alcohol for instance that was one of the very first things that went for me um, I couldn't even be around people that were drinking because I was so empathic that I would feel woozy oh, if wow. I was standing next to someone who was drunk um, yep. and just those uh, poisons that we actually quite naturally put into our body daily um, when you're on a much higher vibrational level you can feel that more intensely than ever. So it's the physical changes. You might not feel well. You may feel really sick, you know, and you're thinking, what's going on here? But what's happening is your body's actually saying, well, I'm on a higher frequency now. I want the same frequency. I don't want those lower frequency things anymore. And so if you eat or drink that or if you hang out with those negative people, you aren't going to feel well. Your body starts to detoxify itself in that process. Yeah. The other day, and I think it is something to point out, even with the work that I've been doing over the past few years, I've I've bitten off more than I can chew multiple times. I've just even the past couple of weeks, I did an ascension process, and I had a full blown anxiety attack, which I haven't had since I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was very fortunate that I had people that I could call upon to be able to say, can, you know, what have I done? Can you help tune in? Because I think if you don't have mentors or spiritual people that you can turn to, mm-hmm. you could really do some damage. I mean, I don't know how long that potentially could have gone on for me mm-hmm. um, if I hadn't have had that support. The, the support mechanism around me to help clear those emotions that I was going through. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too that, you know, unfortunately there are some practitioners out there that don't take this into consideration when they are actually teaching people. And I've had quite a few people come to me after being in courses that other people have run. Um, for instance, um, they've run a, a Reiki level one, two and masters all in one weekend. Mm. which as you know when you went through Reiki Masters I mean Reiki is a process it's a process and you're healing yourself in level one we usually leave at least a month or even longer before level one and level two and then you know I insist that people know um, the the symbols I insist they they sit in that energy for quite some time using it before they they move on to Masters so that can be months before that happens and um, if you're if you're doing all of that at once it, it puts people into a healing crisis where, like you, you know, so I, I don't know whether I'm up or down. I feel totally like I'm having a nervous breakdown. What's going on? Yeah. Um, it, it's too much all at once. So definitely, you know, step what's going on with you. If you're feeling like you're ready for more, then that's the time to do it. But if you just go in for the, 
the quick fix. You're trying to rush it. <laughs> yeah, it's like anything. It's like trying to run a marathon when you're un- as unfit as I am. Like it would never happen. Uh, you know, I'd get like three feet down the road and I'd be exhausted. So I also do not run marathons. Just <laughs> <laughs> so you have to you have to pace yourself in in all things and definitely spiritual awakening. I think more so on the planet now than ever before. We are seeing people awaken, and it's exciting. But people like myself that have been working in this industry for 40 years, you know, I've, I've taught many, many people over the years and I've seen them blossom and I've seen, I've seen them change their lives for the better. I've seen them go from being in a really mundane, um, third dimensional sort of job where they're really unhappy to opening up their own businesses and thriving as healers and teachers of, of spiritual natures. And I feel like saying, you know, wonderful, that's fantastic for you. But then you have the other side of the, that where people go, oh, well, I want to change my job and that's what I want to do. And so they just like automatically think they can sort of step into it without any prior learning or online courses and things like that that don't actually give you the experience of the healing that you need in order to embark on this. And the worst thing you can possibly be is a wounded healer. Oh, definitely. You know, where you're not actually taking responsibility for your own healing, yet you're out there telling other people what to do. And often when you, you know, the people that do do this work often are people that do want to help other people, but we yeah, do course. have to help ourselves first. It's like that whole thing about putting the mask on ourselves yeah. before we help our children or our family. Uh, but in your desire to, to want to go out and actually, you know, heal the world, uh, it is important that you heal yourself first. Oh, my gosh. And look, as soon as... As soon as you say that, we are constantly improving ourselves. We are constantly um, healing ourselves. No one is is free of this in this dimension. It is karma. It is karma. It's whatever is coming to you. It's also the the change that's happening on the planet at the moment, where we have, um, you know, things are being exposed. People are actually looking at what they thought was the truth and figuring out that that is no longer fitting in their life and because they can't possibly stomach what's been going on now if you guys want to know more about that you're going to have to go research it because we can't talk too much about this on youtube but from what i can tell you is that you have um an awakening happening on this planet like never before and so we're finding a lot of spiritual overload happening because of that so people are watching these these um evidential things you know there's a lot of truthers out there they're exposing things and they just can't tolerate or cope with it because it's too much for them. It's like, no, 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 my safety bubble is, is being threatened here and I can't cope with that. What does that mean for you? Well, it means that you've just got to pull back into your own little space, right? And, and heal yourself and reach out to those people around you that can do that, qualified healers or teachers or people that can help you understand that this is only a change. It is not the end of the world. It might be the end of the world as you know it, right? Yeah. But it is not the end of the world. The world is evolving into something wonderful where we are going to be free of a lot of these terrible, um, let's just say negative and evil people that have harmed other human beings in the past. That's all being exposed now and that's going to be removed. So even if there's an overwhelming feeling in you that the change is too much for you, just know that it's happening for the right reasons. You know, and I think that's the overall thing about all change is it's got to happen for the right reason. 
So I guess that brings me then to thinking about when someone gets stuck because that's also the fear of change. Yeah. But often when we get overwhelmed, then we start to procrastinate yes. instead of making a move forward. So the way that it might look for somebody if they're going to be getting stuck spiritually, what what might that look at like a symptom? What would that show up like? It's a little bit like um, the, the grieving symptoms. It's like denial. Denial is usually the first one. So they'll get all interested in it and then they'll 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 go along to let's just say an example a show you know like with a medium maybe like someone like myself that goes and does shows um and they see all this evidential evidence of people actually coming through where um complete strangers are being told uh, about their relatives in such detail that it can't possibly be anything else and let's face it you can't look all of that up on facebook guys you just can't okay so um, when you have that kind of evidence in front of you, there's one or two things that happen. Either it opens your mind and you go, wow, there really is something else out there, or you do the opposite. This is all rubbish. It's not real. It's not real. They go through people's um, you know, trash cans. <laughs> I've heard it all, really. Yeah. But you have got to realise that you know, if those people aren't ready, there's nothing in the world that you can do to make them ready. So dragging them along to other things to try and show them stuff, not going to work. They have to be ready for it and ready to be open to it. Um, and so if they're overwhelmed, don't keep shoving stuff in their faces. Look at this, look at this proof, look at that proof. They're not going to do anything with that. They're just going to shut down even further. So we can gently... Um, encourage and gently kind of 10% I always say 10% is the best option if someone after a while wants more information then we give it to them but by shoving it down their throat it's not going to work at all right we've just got to see how gauge how they're going that's the best thing I can say to people also it's really handy to have some kind of evidence around the place as well do you know like um I had a gentleman that actually contacted me and he said, look, I'm not a believer in any of this stuff, but I don't know who else to turn to. Um, I've been seeing my mother standing at the bottom of my bed for the last two weeks. And I I wrote back to him. Normally I don't. Normally I don't because I don't have time. But I wrote back to him because he was genuine in his concern, you know. And he actually asked me if he was going crazy. And he said, you know. No, no. (laughs) Um, I said, well, I'm not a medical practitioner. I can't tell you whether you're actually crazy, but I can tell you that spirits often return when there's something they need to say to you or they're trying to warn you about something. And if your mother's actually manifesting in full form at the bottom of your bed, that's important because it takes a lot of energy for them to do that. Yeah. Right? Um, and so we had a little bit of a, a chat, you know, and, and he did say that um, his dad was really unwell as well and that um, he was concerned and he wanted to go visit him but because of the you know COVID stuff we couldn't he couldn't do that Um, but I think mum was actually coming up with you've got to go find a way so I just said that to him I said I think mum's saying that anyway he did get back to me a few weeks later and said that he was glad that he did see his dad and he made the he actually drove to get there oh that's Um, great but um, that his dad was yeah he was ready to to go across to meet mum so, you know, when these sorts of things happen to people who are not believers, it opens their eyes to something completely different. Now, for all I know, that gentleman is now on the spiritual path. Yeah. And his mum's, you know, presence has caused that to happen for him. 
Or he could do the opposite and go, oh my God, that didn't really happen. I must have been imagining it, you know, and he could completely he could do shut both. down. Yeah, it's really interesting because I did a reading recently. It reminded me of that because there's the it was this lady's father and he came through and he gave me so much evidence. He showed me a Celtic um, cross and she said that's what was on his gravestone. Uh, and I said, he's coming to you at night time and he's like tapping. And I'm thinking... That's horrifying. Like, what a scary thing to do. And I said, I was, so I'm trying to have this conversation with him saying, why are you doing that? And she said, oh, no, no, it's okay. That's how he's always got my attention. I thought it was the dogs. Now I'll know it's him. Oh, <laughs> so, right, yeah. But yeah. you think, because sometimes it can be scary. Yeah. So, and that's what, you know, when sometimes we get into this spiritual side of things, when spirit are trying to communicate, it can be quite fearful. And that's another reason you go, it's all too much, overwhelming. I want to shut it down. Yes, a lot of people talk about ghosts and things in this way because they don't understand that they are just people that are needing help and that when you move out of your physical body, you actually see other people's auras and you see the ones who have psychic ability or the ability to open up doorways in a much brighter light. And so if that's you, they're going to go home with you. They're going to be attracted to you um, because they want help, you know. And imagine if it was you, put yourself in that position, you're lost on the astral plane, no one's talking to you, nobody can hear you, and all of a sudden there's someone who can. Yeah. There's somebody who has got that bright light, so they're gonna be attracted. And all they're asking for is for you to open the door to get them across, because they're, they're lost and they're worried and they're scared. So ghosts don't deliberately set out to make your life hell. They Most. Just, <laughs> yeah, there may be a, a couple of the occasions yeah. that, that have been different to that, but. I do feel like, you know, majority of them are just asking for help. And if that scares and terrifies you, then educate yourself. Yes. You know, we do a great workshop called the um, House Clearing and Energy Balancing Workshop where we teach you all about this, the different types of hauntings, the different what you can expect, how you can help yourself, how you can help others with that, you know. So um, I think the, the answer to everything really is knowledge. Very true. Once you start to get that understanding, then, yeah. and that's again, that's using your mental capacity to understand something spiritual. Yes. Uh, because spiritual things don't necessarily make sense, do they? <laughs> no, no, no. Spirit, spirit can be very cryptic as well. And, you know, I often say, just tell me. Gosh, I don't need the, the cryptic crossword to find out any information here. But they will get information through to you in whichever way they can. So, um, but you've got to remember that sometimes it's cryptic because they're not actually allowed by universal law to enter your path and change it mm. because that's your free will, right? So you can have your guidance will come through gently and they can say, maybe that's not such a bad thing to do if you try this or it might come through like, yeah, do that, right? So it depends on your guides. If you've got a really blunt old nana who comes in and goes, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that, you should be doing this, they do have their opinions for sure. Nanas always like to get people married off as well, even oh, if they don't funny. want to be. They always do That's that. That's funny. And tell you to stay married even if you shouldn't. Well, sometimes, you know, yeah. and this is still your free will. So they can't actually do that. So they'll send a cryptic message instead, you know, and it might be um, they'll, they'll show you a picture of a rat Okay. Oh gosh, now this is cryptic, but this is exactly right? what it's like. So if someone's being naughty in your life and, and being, you know, a dirty rat, mm. you might see a muddy rat sitting on the floor. There's your, there's your dirty rat. So you've got to sort of look at it in the, the, the concept of I'm not going to see a, a mud-filled rat. <laughs> I'm just going to have someone <laughs> in my life who is um, not being honest with me or, or sneaky or 
doing something wrong. So it's, the cryptic messages are really important. And that's also what happens in dreams. Dreams are very cryptic. So we get those messages from spirits. Sometimes it's like, you know, you'll see, I, I remember I had a dream about a blue whale one night and it was Ooh. in my swimming pool. Like a blue whale, not swim fit in my swimming pool. Wow. But it was about, you know, something huge happening. And of course it was in water. So it's got to do with emotion. So once you actually understand the language that they're trying to speak to you in, it makes it a lot easier to decipher those messages. And this comes back to that understanding and they're not feeling the overwhelmed. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it is that people do, they reach out saying, oh, you know, what does this mean or what yeah. does that mean? And often we can, I guess, with the work that we do, we try to get you to tune in to work it out for yourself. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You've got to be self-empowered. Because if, you, if you're starting to reach out for people to help you all the time, then you're going to spend your whole life doing that and you're not living. You're not actually doing the work yourself. And so it's so important. And I, I'm like all four people having guidance. and um, But... From that guidance, take what spirit are telling you and then run with that. Don't just let it sit there and wait for someone else to tell you what's coming next. Because, I mean, I, I have a stipulation. I won't take um, anyone unless it's six months after their reading. Because other than that, they get very, very attached to you and, and they, they start to want information about what do I do next all the time. And that's not healthy at all. No. And quite irresponsible, really. And I think, and Alison is obviously one of my dearest friends, and I don't do that. Like, we just, it's, I mean, we might say, oh, what do you think about this, or what do you think about that? But otherwise, it does get, even though you get the information, I think when you know someone too, it ends up changing a little bit too, because you might have personal wants and needs and, and things that you want for them mm. uh, as well. So when you're tuning into your friends and family, it can be a little bit different. Yeah, but sometimes spirit will push it as well. That's true. Like, they'll just say, like, you need to say this now. And so I quite often, with my children especially, I just come straight out with it, <laughs> unfiltered. But and, and like you did do a lot of your own research and learning and, and so you know what certain symbols mean for you and they might mean something different for another person as well. That's right. Yeah, symbols do often um, mean something different. For I mean, for instance, if I see a cross, um, uh, that would depict a religious person for me. Whereas if someone else sees a cross, they'd probably think it was Jesus, you know, so that's their background. Exactly. So that was my, and that was what we were talking about before. When I saw this Celtic cross, I said, my first question was, was your father religious? Then she said, no. And so I said, well, what's this cross? And Mm. then she was able to say, yeah, because you do, you think what's the most logical explanation for the symbol. But I think for anybody who's embarking on this path and you're getting information, you're getting messages and you don't know what to do. It's so important to know that knowledge is power, understand that you've got um, everything at your fingertips. I mean, as I was coming through the ranks, I was trying to go to anyone that would actually be able to teach me or help me. And Spirit always put mentors on my path. Um, but these days you've got a plethora of, of you know workshops and things online that you can do. Um, and we do a lot of great workshops in um, different states and it's also offered online these days. Um, but to understand what's happening is number one and then number two is you know what do I do with that understanding am I going to embark on a life where I'm helping other people even if it's not on a professional level even if you're just having conversations with people that's okay but we never offer help unless someone asks for it you know a good that was probably one of the biggest lessons I learned from doing all of your courses because I think I was so overly giving and wanting to do so much for others that it ended up being that 
yeah, I was giving of myself instead of waiting for them to ask. Yeah, it's just ethically not right to do that. So with that all understanding, I think we've got to go forward and say um, educate, unconditional love, don't judge, get on with it. And find a good teacher. Yeah, I think find that a good is, teacher. that's very helpful. Yeah. If you, and someone that you really resonate with because then you, that you can trust and that if you do have some questions that you can go to and ask. I think it does make a big difference with the overwhelming stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Reach out and don't uh, sit there all by yourself scared in your house because there's no need. <laughs> no, there's nothing to be scared of. Nothing really, to be scared of. At all. Thank you so much for listening and watching us today. Be sure to like, share and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening to The Divine Style with Jalinda Stella and Alison Maiden. You can ask questions or find out more at jalinda.com.au or alisonmaiden.com.